Welcome to Nuria's Mastermind. This podcast is a place where success and fulfillment meets. A space where I invite guests from all walks of life who have succeeded at a high level in a specific area. A space where we will share their champion stories, including the wins and the highs, but also the lows and the challenges, yet how their passion and consistency inspire them to keep pushing forward and creating major breakthroughs in their lives. Also sharing our why, sharing what fulfills us, because what's life about without enjoying the journey? Please subscribe, share, and rate us. My intention for all of our listeners is to be inspired into taking action to live the life that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to have one of my good friends, Tanya, on the show with us today. Tanya Mack, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to see you. Thank you. Yes, it's so fun to have you. So Tanya is um, lovely. She's smart. She's charismatic. She has this beautiful accent and she helps change people's lives through getting healthier, which is the most important thing in life. Um, Before we we dive deep into all of the goodies, I do want to share with everyone how we got to meet each other. And if you feel that you want to you know, like join me in in sharing the journey. But if I remember right, we were in LA or Orange County. And (laughs) it was the house, it was somewhere in Southern California. And it was at the House of Blues at a uh, Tom Ferry event. Like, oh my gosh, how long ago was that? Probably five or six years ago, maybe? A long time ago. Longer. Yeah, okay, probably longer. I, I, was sitting, I was sitting on that round table. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we went to this, you know, to like the last night get together mixer or whatever. And um, I saw this cool girl and then we just started talking with each other. And of course, Rob was there. Um, Rob's her husband. And we just connected right away. She was lighthearted and funny and uh, we just kind of stayed in contact ever since. And it's been fun to see you like go through this journey of you were involved in real estate and you were, you know, you did that with your husband. Um, and then you kind of found your own passion. And so we'll, we'll dive deeper into that. But before we do that, I'd love for the audience to, you know, just hear a little bit about your story. I know that uh, I'm sure it can be a very, long one because you're fascinating but share with us your story girl it can i will try and put it in a nutshell but um i've done quite a few things in my life i was an esthetician in australia before i moved here um and when i moved here rob and i both got our real estate license so we started working in real estate but that was um when the market crashed i'm sure you remember that time So it was crazy times, um, not enough work for both of us. It was pretty stressful. So I um, went back to being an esthetician here for a little while. And then when that period was over, I joined Rob again in real estate and we built a team. But um, health and wellness was always kind of in the background. It's always been my passion. When I moved here, so actually a little bit of a backstory, In my early 20s, I suffered from binge eating disorder pretty badly. So it was um, 
not a great time in my life. I had gained a little bit of weight. And so um, I decided to go on a diet. And then thanks to dieting and all of that restrictive behavior, I ended up developing binge eating disorder. So I went through that for some time and I ended up um, actually being able to heal myself from that. And then uh, when I made the move to the- I had no idea. Thank oh, yeah. Because I know that's important, an important vulnerable moment to share. So thank you. Yeah. And that was kind of the catalyst of me really wanting to help food issues, um, any type of distorted eating. But I- um, I started working with Robin Real Estate. And then um, when I moved here, I suffered from anxiety because I'd left all of my family and friends behind. And I had a huge family, a lot of friends. Um, and I moved to this country. I didn't know anybody except for Rob and his family. And he's an only child with an itty bitty family. I had to learn how to drive on the other side of the road, on the other side of the car, um, and all of those things. So I felt like a, a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. like like starting from scratch, it was really overwhelming. Um, so I suffered from anxiety and I ended up taking anxiety meds. And then it was one night, like I couldn't, I was watching TV late at night, I remember. And I came across this infomercial. I don't know, not a lot of people know this or remember, but it was a infomercial by Kevin Trudeau. And it was about natural cures. And so what happened was I was taking this anxiety medication. It still wasn't working. And then I was fascinated by this infomercial about um, healing our bodies naturally. So I ended up ordering the book and there wasn't any natural cures per se in the book, but it was enough information to get my wheels turning and to start doing research for myself. And um, what I came to realize was that this country particularly when i was buying food you know my husband is a perfect example for one had like those big um bottles of soda and his eating habits were terrible and <laughs> i started eating um bread here i i noticed that it was a lot sweeter than it was in australia and i was like man what's going on and i started realizing that pharmaceutical companies were advertising on television and that was unheard of in australia so all these things kind of started falling into place for me after i ordered that book and i was like man this is crazy like something needs to be done our bodies have the ability to heal themselves so i need to tap into this a little more and see what's going on Side note, have you watched Heal on Netflix? It just I came out. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. amazing. Everyone needs to go watch that, by the way, because it's so incredible just uh, how oneself can really heal. No, it's like so You can heal yourself. It's, it's so amazing. You really can. And I mean, you hear those stories all the time of people who have healed their own cancer um, and all of that stuff when Western medicine has, has failed them. And not that I'm here to bag Western medicine by any means, you know, there's always a time and a place for everything. And truly with all the advancements in Western medicine, it's been life-saving and all of that fun stuff. What I do, what I am concerned about is the overuse of pharmaceutical drugs, you know, all of that kind of stuff when our bodies are quite capable of healing themselves naturally. Um, and it really just comes down to what we put in our bodies, right? So anyway, preach girl, preach. <laughs> so I think I've gone 
way off track. I can't ever stay on one track. Oh, no, you're good. Help stuff was always in the background um, while I was doing real estate. And people would always say to me, oh my gosh, you have so much knowledge. You know, you research so many things. I started taking all these amazing supplements. I shared them with my friends. They started taking them and they were like, this stuff really works. Um, you should really do something in the health industry. And I had no idea where to start, what to do. In my mind, I thought, oh, maybe I can do some workshops or whatever. And then I thought, oh, geez, who would come? What would I even talk about? Like, who? I don't, I don't know what to do. So I did nothing for a little while. <laughs> and then, you know, that's what we always do when we're overwhelmed, right? We kind of shut down and go, ah, I don't know. Anyway, where to start. <laughs> exactly. So then um, I met this uh, gal, really cool gal. She was a homeopath. And she said to me, why don't um, like get your health coaching certification. And I was like, that's a thing. And she was like, yeah. So I looked into it and, um, that's kind of pretty much where it all started. I got my health coaching certification. Then I continued on to study mastery, um, and learn some more advanced coaching techniques to really be able to shift beliefs and stuff. So, um, yeah, I just took the plunge and started working with people and, mostly helping them with mostly helping women with weight loss kind of getting out of that dieting roller coaster trap that they're in um and then also just helping people in general get healthy because so many people want to transition to a healthy lifestyle but they have no idea where to start there's so much information out there so much contradicting information that you know if you were even trying to do your own research you'd be like oh my god i i can't i don't even know like you know Coming back to kind of how you were feeling, you know, and, and you mentioned this, it's, you're like, I'm so overwhelmed by like where to start with this and how I can actually help other people. But the same goes on the, from the other side of the consumer feeling I'm so overwhelmed by all of this information that I don't even know where to start. So I'm just going to, I'm comfortable. So I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Yeah. And so it, it's, uh, it's just such a good point that you mentioned, you know, people want to, and they have the desire, but they just don't know what to do or, or they've tried the, the diets and, you know, the, the crash, uh, <laughs> crash courses, quick weight loss in a week, you know, lose a hundred pounds in a week. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, and then gain it all back like next week. Yeah. The yo-yo dieting is just not working at all. Um, and, and so the fast results is always something that, you know, sells on the sell side of things that always works, right? right. Um, anything quick, but that's oh, yeah. sustainable. You have to do the work and you guys, you have to do the work. Nothing comes easy. As much as I would love to give you a magic pill and make everything better, I can't. You've got to do the work. And that goes with anything, business, health, everything. You know, yes, yes. You can't skip the process, people. Oh, no. We always talk about this. You cannot skip the process. Is there anything that you want to stop sometimes? It really does. I'm telling you, even in my fitness journey, man, some goals that I have, the process sucks. It's painful. It makes me cry like blood, sweat, and tears, literally. But you have to go through it. I love it. And I mean, just tell us a little bit about your routine for yourself on a daily basis. You know, what is it? What are your habits? What are some of the exercises that you enjoy? And then what are your eating habits? So a lot of people think I'm crazy because you'll often <laughs> find me at the gym at 4.30 in the morning. Well, between 4.30 and 5.30 and everyone's like, why? And here's why, because I know myself. So I know that if I don't work out in the morning, I will very likely 
distracted by things in the afternoon, such as wine, friends, tiredness, food, all of that kind of stuff. So um, I know that I work better when I work out in the morning. So I make that a priority. No matter what time I have to wake up in the morning to get it done, that's what I do. And that's not to say I don't work out in the afternoons, but to make sure I get it done, I work out in the mornings. And um, so my workout routines have changed a lot over the years. Um, I've always had a trainer because I know I am a whiner, I have to say, to admit to that. I do the work, but I whine while I'm doing it and I need somebody to yell at me to make me do things so that I can achieve my goals. So therefore I've always um, been blessed enough to have a trainer or I've made it my priority. Um, and so things have changed. So I got into um, obstacle course racing and then I got done with that. And I recently just signed up for the LA marathon, which is on Sunday and I'm freaking out because I was never oh, a runner. Wow, amazing. Not a runner. Um, I think the longest I'd run was five miles before I started training for this marathon, at least on no joke, by the way, I've ran six half marathons. I have not done a full marathon because I just haven't desired to, to do it yet. Maybe one day I will, but it's no joke. The training is crazy. And I can't imagine running for a marathon. Like I know what it takes, you know, I have friends that do it and just the training, like four hour training runs, you know, like it's insane. Um, so congratulations. That's awesome. Anyway, continue. I just wanted to touch on. <laughs> and just with my workouts, I want to say that I've switched up the things I do so often because I do get bored and, you know, boredom is a very common thing with people. That's why you plateau, you get, you know, you get, you're all gung ho and excited. You start going to the gym and then all of a sudden you're like, Meh, I'm over this, you know, so I've always <laughs> kind of changed up my goals, changed up my workouts just to keep it fresh and exciting and to keep going back. As for my diet, I've always, um, and I'm going to be like real talk here. I'm very partial to a glass of wine. I do love my wine. Um, my diet <laughs> has always been pretty clean. What I did discover though, because I experiment on myself a lot, is that being on a mostly plant-based diet works better for me. I just feel better that way. So that's not to say I'm vegan or anything, but I am mostly plant-based. Most of my diet is um vegetarian, vegan, but I do still eat some meat here and there. And honestly, I think it's really important to listen to your body because, you know, there's so many fads out there right now. There's keto, there's paleo, there's Whole30, there's vegan, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you'll get all the information about how great each one of these are for you. And then you'll have the contradicting information of how terrible they are all for you. And for me, I'm a huge advocate of listening to your body because our bodies are our best teachers when we bother to listen. So, you know, if you're eating certain foods and your body's not reacting well, it's trying to tell you something. But I think where the problem is that most people have kind of lost their mind-body connection. They're eating by the clock or they're eating when these diets tell them to. Um, they're overeating. They're not stopping when they're full. You know, there's so many things going on here. And I think if people just slow down, tune into their bodies and actually feel or connect with how they feel after they eat, their bodies will tell them what's going on. That's so powerful right there. You know, and you, and you hear people talk about that all the time. They, you know, they say, just listen to your body, listen to your body. But I, I know there's really something to that, you know, like your body's reacting a certain way to certain foods. Maybe there's some allergies. Maybe you don't feel very well after something. Or, I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but sometimes I'll just ask myself, like, I open my fridge and I'm like, what do I feel like? Like what sounds good? And I'll just kind of pay attention to what sounds good. Right. Um, 
So I think that's so important. It's like, we should do more of that, asking ourselves what we need. Definitely. Well, we don't tune in. I think that's where this diet culture kind of got people trapped because, you know, there's so many people saying you should be eating six times a day. And then they're like, no, three times a day with snacks. And, you know, all these rules and all these things and one way of eating does not work for everybody. To say that a completely plant-based diet or a vegan diet works for everybody, you know, I'm not a huge fan of labeling things and kind of one diet fits all, not about that at all. Um, I know people who do eat meat that are just as healthy as I am and just as athletic and just as strong. So, you know, it really just depends. And like I said, experiment, don't be afraid to experiment. You know? I love it. Yeah. So I want to, and we're going to, you know, talk a little more about the coaching side, but I would really like for you to share with our audience um, your journey of when you really had this defining moment of you just knew that this was a purpose of yours, you know, to go deep with people and actually help them get healthy from the inside out. And you just give us a little bit of the background and the story of when you found that purpose and when you figured out that that was something that you needed to do and that was your way that was like your gift of helping others yeah so share the defining moments oh man I don't know if there was one specific defining moment because as I mentioned it was kind of all little steps that led up to me deciding to become a health coach but I think one of the defining moments was hearing um, a lot of stories from family and friends of getting sick, um, you know, diagnosed with cancer and, you know, just watching all these young people, 25 years old, suffering from like thyroid disorders and all of these illnesses that I knew deep in my heart were preventable just by cleaning up their act with diet um, products, you know, we are so, we live in such a toxic world right now. We're bombarded with chemicals from the air we breathe to the water we drink to the food we eat, you know, plastics, all that kind of stuff. And I think for me, that was the moment where I was like, I'm so sick and tired of watching these poor people suffer from these diseases that are completely preventable and they have no idea. And so I think that was kind of the moment where I was like, I got it. This is something I have to do. It's not even something that's like my passion or hobby that's sitting in the background, getting all my friends healthy and, and recommending supplements and stuff. This is like crazy. Like I need to help people. And I have to tell you when you're this passionate about something and it's such a controversial thing, it's not easy to do. Sometimes I want to bang my head into a wall because <laughs> people are hard sometimes, but yeah, that's the thing. Cause you know, you have to, you have to take people's beliefs and completely shift them um really educate on what's going on and help people open their eyes to see the truth of what's going on and sometimes that can be difficult but yeah that was a really long answer to your question so oh, that's great yeah. you don't need to worry about that we have the time <laughs> um, and no so so that all makes sense um and you know just taking it a step further i would love for you to share i just thought this part was so fascinating of you really help people rewire their, their inside mm -hmm. for them to, because then we know this, you know, it's like whatever's going on on the inside is a reflection of in the outside. And so you're helping people do some healing. Like I just never knew that someone like you, 
that's a health coach, right? Like to me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to hire a health coach so that I can get my workout on and increase my muscle and, you know, all the reasons why I think most people hire one and, and my, my healthy like eating habits. But what I found so fascinating is that you're actually helping people love themselves. You're helping them heal themselves. You're helping them start thinking differently about the foods and, and their lives and themselves. So I would just love to, for you to share what this work actually is about. Yeah. So a lot of people um, think that, that I just give them nutrition plans or workout plans and that kind of stuff. Not the case at all. Like I said, I'm very much about um, intuitive eating, about your body telling you what's best. I mean, if I give somebody a nutrition plan, how long do you think that's going to last? How they're going to go out into the real world? They're going to be out with their friends. And it's just not realistic, right? Right, right. Here's the thing. What happens in my coaching sessions and in my programs is I teach you you know, for example, if you do suffer from overeating or binge eating disorder, I teach you how to eat again. I teach you how to trust your body. I teach you how to trust your internal hunger and fullness cues. Um, if you're just somebody who wants to be healthy um, or healthier, you know, we go through that journey together. Overeating, it's never about the food. That's the thing. It's always about other things. So we really kind of dig deep and try to figure out what's going on. You know, and a lot of times when people are suffering from these issues, they don't like themselves. They don't like what they see in the mirror. It is a struggle. And, you know, that's what I work on changing. And none of us are perfect. And some people have a really um, unrealistic idea of what their body weight should be. Yeah, I think that uh, most people, I can definitely see that most people have that issue, you know, of, oh, but no matter, you know, if you're a supermodel or someone who's very fit or someone it doesn't matter you're we're always so hard on ourselves we're always judging pieces or parts of us and and although i will say that i feel that the the older that we get i at least in my case the older i get more i'm like i am really embrace myself you know and i learn to love the parts of me that i didn't love and it's definitely an internal work too for sure so i can see how it all really connects with each other um but yeah, so it's no surprise to me that most people are, don't like parts of them or how yeah. they look, you know? Absolutely. And then the other side of that is obviously um, having accountability, right? Accountability is so important in our health, in our business, um, in all areas, fitness. So for me, I know that I need accountability and I thrive when I have accountability. And that's what the health coaching is also about. So um, it's really helping, you know, if you're somebody who struggles with meal prep and um, that kind of stuff, it's like you have somebody there holding you accountable um, to make sure you're doing what you need to do to achieve the results that you want, right? And so, um, you know, all of my coaching programs are actually very customized to the individual needs of each client. So they vary so much, but accountability is always like the biggest part, I think with everything. Um, and then the rest, we kind of just, that's why we hire a coach usually, right? It's obviously, <laughs> I mean, come on, we all know what we need to do. do yeah. <laughs> yeah. To guide us, self-discover and definitely for the accountability. I mean, any type of coaching, like we need someone to kick our butt a little bit, you know? Exactly. So. And honestly, I'm not afraid to do that. So if you guys want someone <laughs> who's just going to hold you, I mean, I'm nice, but who's going to hold your hand and let you get away with things? No, 
I'm going to give you the kick up the butt that you need to get healthy because it's so important to me. Like this whole health and wellness thing is so, so important to me because I am so tired of watching people suffering. I really am. And, and a lot of people I've noticed don't even know they don't feel good until they realize they don't feel good until they feel good. And then they go, Oh my God, I was not feeling good. Wow. So I'll give you a perfect example. If you have two seconds, my own husband is the best example of this. Um, he's been yo-yoing with his weight his whole life. And um, obviously, you know, you can't coach your family or friends or whatever. So, um, you know, I would let him be. And I'm like, one day, maybe one day this, this stuff will sink in. And so I'll never forget the day I went, I was looking for something in his car and I found an empty um, McDonald's Sunday cup, an empty hot dog box crumpled up burger like wrapper <laughs> under the car seat and I was like what I grabbed everything and I walked into the house and I go what the hell is this and he was like oh my gosh babe and I'm like you know what that's it you're going on a challenge with me and he's like okay and I'm like we're going on a 40-day vegan challenge and he's like okay cool starting Monday and I go no starting now and he's like oh uh, okay <laughs> So I have ice cream in the freezer. <laughs> I literally made him do this 40 day vegan challenge. And he is the perfect example of what I was talking about. He had zero mind body connection. Every time I would give him supplements, I'm like, don't you feel so much better? Like, don't you have energy? He's like, no, nah, babe, I don't know. I don't know. No, nah, no, nah, I don't know. So um, on this challenge, like it was probably about two weeks in and he was like, man, because I feel really, really good. He's like, everything's working better in my body, blah, blah, blah. And so um, by the 40 days, because he used to always say to me, babe, I wish I was more like you. I wish I craved like fruits and vegetables and like, <laughs> salads. I wish I could be like you. Like, I don't get it. And I was like, all right, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird like that. But um, it was so funny after the 40 days. So he went back to, or tried to go back to his original diet, but he felt so good. And he realized every time he was eating those other foods, that he didn't feel good at all. So his new default was eating mostly plant-based or eating that way because he felt so good. And so we're kind of both the same now. So I think he learned through that challenge that he can have his pizza. He can have a burger. He can have all those things, but eat them. I mean, this word is so boring now. Eat them in moderation and the whole balance thing. <laughs> you can have your pizza and be healthy too. You just need to really, truly like balance. If you're more focused, if you add all the good things into your diet, the bad things generally tend to fall away. And if you do do them, they're not as often and it's not going to be as bad for you. Live it up. Have fun. Eat your pizza. Have I love that. Yeah. It's like you can still enjoy life. But uh, it's the moderation, you know, that yeah. totally makes sense. Um, so I guess I, I get people addicted to feeling good, not looking good. So when you take the focus, ooh. right, it's like, oh my God, I feel I good. love that. Tanya's purpose is to help get people addicted to feeling good. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like to feel good. Yeah. Um, so... So thank you for sharing that. I, I, I just think it's so like, what a wonderful, what wonderful work that you're doing that you're really helping people like rewire, you know, and, and like how you said that the body and the mind connecting um, and how important that is. And so I, I just love the work that you do. I think it's so important. If we don't have, we're, if we don't have our health, we have nothing. Very true. 
Um, and, and at every, everything starts with the mind, you know, so healing and then having that always protected and having someone just guide us and uh, someone like you that can really help us rethink the way that we've always been used to thinking about food and about ourselves. is just so, so important. Um, so what, what is the piece of advice that you'd give to someone who's trying to make a healthy lifestyle change? Mm-hmm. Because I think that, again, I think people feel overwhelmed, but if you could give them one piece of advice, what would that be? So one piece of advice I would give would be baby steps. I would start with one new action step or one thing to change or add to your lifestyle and get that down and then move on to the next. So rather than saying, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and then you get overwhelmed and you do nothing. For example, just be like, you know what? Instead of my coffee, I'm going to start my morning with a smoothie and then I'll have my coffee, whatever. But I'm going to start my day with a smoothie. So I'm going to add something really good into my daily routine and I'm going to start there. And once I've got that down, I'll move to the next thing. And so whatever that might be, you know, and you can just keep adding all of these good things into your lifestyle or your routine. And before you know it, all these little, you know, what my favorite saying is small hinges swing big doors. So it's like baby steps, you do enough baby steps. And before you know it, it's like, whoa, right. And that's kind of how the coaching goes. The compound effect of everything. Yeah. It's like, break it down. I mean, if you're looking at the big picture, it's always overwhelming. You have all these huge goals and you kind of look at it and just go, oh my gosh, how am I going to get there? This is so crazy. But when you break it down into little baby steps, eventually you end up getting there. So yeah, it's the same with your health. Just pick one thing, add it into your daily routine, get really good at it, and then pick something else. That's wonderful advice. I think that's amazing. And and that can go for workouts as well, right? I mean, if it's like, oh, well, so for somebody who's not working out at all, it's like, well, start doing one thing, you know, even if it's once or twice a week, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And then also stay in action. You know, that I tell myself all the time, that's my mantra in my head every single day because in business and, you know, I'm not always the most organized person. I'm such a good people person. I, you know, do my job really well, but when it comes to all the other stuff, I'm like, ah, um, so when I do get overwhelmed, I'm just like, okay just stay in action rather than shutting down what's one thing you can do that you you know that will get you closer to your goals or that you need to get done that will help you get to where you want to be just one thing and i do that even in my business so just one thing stay in action keep moving don't shut down and give up on everything or even if you mess up you know don't be like oh well i messed up so i suck at this i'm not doing it anymore and give up don't give up stay the course don't give up even if you mess up so what it's one day not a big deal you know get back on track and move on so yeah stop beating beating yourself up about stuff and yeah just have fun with it man healthy food doesn't have to be boring Ooh, i like that so i know you shared you know the the story of rob um your husband through this journey but can you share briefly just one more story of probably your most impactful results that you've seen from somebody that you have coached yeah oh gosh try picking one (laughs) so i had one gal um 
Well, let me see what story I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah, I think one girl um, who was, you know, really overweight. And I think this one stuck with me the most because it was very emotionally charged as well. So I guess she um, was really struggling with her weight her entire life. So was her mother. Um, so she learned a lot of terrible behaviors and had all these, um, you know, beliefs about food and herself and her life through just growing up in that environment her mom was always struggling kind of dragged her from one diet place to the next you know was always making foods um based off these recipes you know from like um jenny craig weight watchers blah 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 whatever like all of them and would make these terrible she would tell me she'd make salads with these dressings with like equal or um the whatever those horrible fake sweetener things are. And oh, she was like, oh my gosh, the food would just be terrible. And, um, you know, I think for her, we really, really shifted. She was so insecure, really didn't like going out, didn't even have a mirror in her house, didn't even want to look at herself. And um, I think one of the, the best parts about this story is after us working together, um, she ended up doing so many things like pushing herself out of her comfort zone, taking yoga classes and getting out there in public, um, went to a retreat in Peru, which was terrifying for her, like traveling on her own and then going out and just being so uncomfortable. Right. Um, and then also just then moving on to find the right people to help her, whether that's a therapist or, um, you know, just different resources to help her keep moving forward and to achieve those goals. And I remember the one thing she said to me was when we first started working together, she goes, you know, I'm turning 40. I don't want to get any, um, and her mom passed away of cancer. So she watched that. That was really hard. And so she said, I don't want to get any of these preventable diseases and I'm turning 40 and I really want to meet someone. So fast forward a couple of years, I just met up with her and she actually has met someone that she's chatting to. So super cool. But you know, it's, it takes time. And that's the thing. She really did the work. And as hard as it was, as uncomfortable as it was, and there was a lot of like struggles, a lot of tears, um, but just keep moving forward. A lot of discomfort. That's the thing. Anytime you want to grow or you want to get somewhere, you're going to feel some major discomfort, major discomfort. So she just I, like hat off to her, push through all of that discomfort and still does every day. Um, and so I'm super proud of her for that. But I think that was one of the best stories that. That's amazing. I have. Yeah. What a powerful story. And, um, and how impactful it is, you know, for her to have like really created what she wanted out of life, you know, and even like finding a relationship through just, and I'm sure that, you know, being uncomfortable and being confident in herself and, you know, it's, it's just, again, like such wonderful work and, um, and I do have to say it was never, about the, never about the weight. We never got on the scales. We don't talk about numbers, you know, none of that stuff, because, you know, obviously there's so much healing that needs to be done from an emotional place. And all of that stuff translates later on down the line into, you know, the weight dropping off, feeling good and all of that stuff. But yeah, it's never about the numbers on the scale. So when people just focus on that, that's why they don't get, that's why they're stuck they don't get the results that they want. They're not doing the internal work. 
That's really interesting. Tell, tell me a little more about that because I think all of us are so used to, you know, uh, all of us like people that are super goal oriented, the way that we're able to measure is through numbers, right? Yeah. So tell us a little more about that because I'm, I'm super interested. Yeah, well, for the longest time, even me, I, I couldn't, didn't want to get on the scale. That was such a trigger. It was like, ah, you know, um, I'm not getting on the scale because these numbers, that's all I did. Always so, everyone's always so afraid. <laughs> and well, it was like, you know, that was what I was basing my happiness off every single day, standing on the scale. And if I was like one pound up, I would have like meltdown, you know, it was like, oh my God, <laughs> what? I didn't eat anything yesterday. What happened? I extra hard. No, yeah. And it controls your life. And it's like when you get stuck in that state of mind, my goodness, nothing good comes from that. So that's what, you know, you probably hear a lot about intuitive eating, blah, blah, blah. That's where all of this kind of comes from. It's like, you know, letting go of the, the number thing. I only just started, um, kind of tracking numbers when I was doing my intense workouts at the gym. And I don't know if you know the InBody um, machine. So it basically scans, it measures your weight and then your muscle okay. and uh, your fat and all of that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And only recently I was terrified to get on that thing because I was like, oh man, I know mean numbers like, uh, and I was terrified it was going to be a trigger for me. But it's really awesome because I've done so much work in all of these years. And that was like 20 years ago, by the way. Um, that thankfully it wasn't a trigger for me and it was just a tool to fine tune, um, kind of my fitness goals. But yeah, I was very like weary of jumping back on that thing and kind of figuring out my numbers cause I didn't want to get obsessed with them. Cause the minute you let that stuff go, you're actually able to live. Like it doesn't control your life. You don't wake up on the, in the morning, step on the scale and go, am I going to be happy or sad today? Is this going to like determine how I feel about myself or my day or whatever? And it was like, well, if I did gain a pound, then I'd be like, well, screw it. This diet isn't working anyway. So then I'd just eat whatever all day and then feel horrible about myself for the whole day. You know, it's like these weird. So we're like, forget the numbers. What's the real source of the issue here? You know, let's work on that. And then the rest will follow. Wow. That's amazing. And so with everyone that you've worked with, I'm sure that at the end of the day, they do end up losing weight or gaining muscle or achieving the goal that they wanted because of all the internal work that you're not even measuring, but it's still giving you those results. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That is amazing. And what a healthy way to do it. So well, we're not slapping a bandaid on the problem. Diets slap a bandaid on the problem. You know, when you're actually doing the work and getting deep, you yeah, you're, you're doing the work. So it makes so much sense. I, I love it. I love this. I love what that you're doing it this way. You know, I think that it's <laughs> such a wonderful and, and healthy way, like I said, to, to get healthy from the inside out. Um, so the last question for our listeners is, so this podcast is made for people who are succeeding at high levels of life, you know, and sharing their stories. Um, but also with success, um, just people really finding fulfillment because you can have all the success, but it doesn't mean that you're happy. And I love that. I've watched your journey, you know, um, being uh, very successful in real estate with your husband and then you making this big shift into something that was so meaningful and so purposeful for you. And um, I, I, I think that a lot of people struggle with finding purpose or finding their why. And what would you share with our audience of 
you know, those, those people that are out there just trying to figure out their gift and how to share that with the world, what type of advice would you give? Man, that's, yeah, that's a tough one. Cause it took me a really long time. You know, in my life, I actually didn't even know if I had a purpose for the longest time. I, you know, in my early years, I would jump from job to job and um, just really couldn't settle. Right. And I mean, even in real estate, something just didn't feel right but I still didn't know. And I think if you can figure out um, something that, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it, that's really important to you. Like you find something that you enjoy talking about that excites you. Um, that's kind of a good indication that you're getting close to finding out what your passion is. Because I really, um, I didn't even notice myself. Ask your friends, like ask your friends, what, what do you think I'm good at? Or what do you think I'm passionate about? Or what do you, if you can't tell yourself, cause sometimes when we're looking at ourselves, we just can't see, we need to step away, step back and be like, what's, you know? Yeah. The look. Um, but for me, it was, I knew because I couldn't stop talking about it and I did it with my friends. I did it with my family. And as much as I drove everybody crazy, I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm really passionate about this. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's the thing that just excites you. The thing that you, that you can't stop talking about the thing that actually makes you happy. And you know what? It may take you some time to find it, but we all have a special gift. And I do believe truly from the bottom of my heart that we kind of know what that gift is. So whether it's a, a gift of the gift of communicating with people or being super charming, you know, um, knowledgeable in a certain area. I don't know. Just, we all have gifts, like a beautiful voice. Like, I don't know. We all have something. And I think somewhere deep down, we know what our gift is. Um, you know, just meditate on it, pray about it. I did all the time. I was like, please, what am I supposed to be doing? I prayed about it a lot. I love this. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Don't know yet. Don't know. It took me a long time to figure out. <laughs> that is some great advice. And I feel that, you know, that's something I share often too, is pay attention to the things that you really enjoy doing, you know, and what did you enjoy doing when you were growing up or what was impactful for you while you were growing up? And um, and, and you'll find yeah, time go by really fast. You know, when you're like doing something and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, two hours has gone by. How did that happen? Well, clearly you're doing something you were very interested in. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, uh, just to, just to finish our podcast for the day, which has been absolutely wonderful. Um, how can people get a hold of you if they'd like to learn a little bit more, or maybe they're interested in doing the coaching with you to help them get to those levels? And, you know, guys, I think that the most important thing that I can tell you out of this podcast and out of this episode is just really understanding the power of healing from the inside out, the power of understanding what's going on within you so that you can actually make a change, a permanent change for your life and your future. And so if you're just not even sure of what that is or what is going on, sometimes what I, in what I call them, our blind spots, sometimes we don't know that we have these blind spots and it takes it for a coach or a mentor or someone to ask the right questions for you to self-discover what is happening within you so that you can make that jump and that permanent change. And 
um, and I can't talk about it enough that health is the most important thing in our lives. If we don't have our health, we have nothing. And if we don't have our mind right, we don't have nothing. If we don't have our physical health, we don't have anything. Um, and it, it really is that connection, like Tanya said, from the inside out. Um, so share with us how people can get to you. I'm pretty easy to find, man. You can jump on my website, tanyamack.com. Um, on Instagram, Tanya Mac. I'm Tanya Mac everywhere. <laughs> Tanya Mac. Tanya Mac. <laughs> stuff wherever or whatever it is you do <laughs> up below to the side around and about. Um, but yeah, Tanya Mac and T A N or T A N I A. Yep, T A N I A M A C K. Tanya Mac. At Instagram at Tanya Mac. You guys find me slide into my dms that's not cool anymore is it slide into my dms like, <laughs> um, whatever so send me a message and i would love to hear from you all yeah okay, if you guys have questions she's an amazing person to reach out to thank you so much for your time any any last final thoughts for the listeners oh man yeah like oh, okay okay i have so see i could talk about this stuff for days I know I can see your mind just going like, oh, I have so many things to say. <laughs> just do one thing. Like I said before, pick one thing right now. If you could take away one action step from this podcast, what would it be? Write it down and do it and get really, really good at it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today. It was lovely and you're amazing. And let's get healthy people. Do it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Nudia's Mastermind. It's an absolute pleasure of mine to be able to share this space with you. There is something so powerful about brilliant minds coming together to help other people grow and to inspire them to enjoy the zest for life. Please subscribe and also follow me on YouTube and on Instagram. My handle is nudia.p.rivera. Now go and create an amazing life.